0: That's a nice bit of silence there.
1: Yeah. How's it going, eh? It's going pretty good. Uh, welcome to it's just called Two Brothers. It is just called it's just called Two Brothers, and I am James. I'm Marcus and we are the two brothers of that show. <laughs> it may be the fastest we've ever done a show intro. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. Usually those 10 or 12 or 20 minutes.
0: Oh yeah, we should do a we should do a station identification.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, WGBH. Oh no. Let's, let's do a show because uh, I have to go write a novel. Um and also because we like to do a show at this time. Yeah. So, it's a twofer. It's a twofer. All right.
0: And then I have to go to work. Hooray.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about Misheard and unheard lyrics, uh, yeah. specifically by me, not just by in general, because there's a there's the whole uh-huh. you know shout out to uh, www.kissthisguy.com. <laughs> right. Sure, I think we mentioned that before one time. The ultimate misheard lyric of uh, "Excuse me while I kiss the sky," yeah, aka "Kiss this guy." <laughs> Good insert clip of Homer.
0: This money was a blessing. We can't just spend it on some creature comfort. All right, we won't get the chair. Now excuse me while I kiss the sky.
1: Ah. I was thinking about misheard and unheard lyrics and uh, just my general oblivion, obliviousness to lyrics mm-hmm. throughout my life. Well, why? Why? I don't know. I, I hmm. listen to the tune. Yeah. Um, I know the music pretty well, but lyrics just escape me. And um... That's an interesting phenomenon to me. That's so much,
0: I mean, popular music is really popular. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not just you know the most popular thing L- most people like music right and there's just a lot of it out there mm-hmm. and a lot of people listening to it and a lot of people loving it it just it's a it's a strange phenomenon to me that songs are super popular but people don't necessarily care about the words right even though they're mm-hmm. in there so, mm-hmm. why, you know, why aren't foreign language songs more popular if, you know, a significant it portion matter. of the yeah. public yeah. don't really listen or don't really care?
1: We'll say that. The, you know, the hook is there or, mm-hmm. you know, just like the, the, uh, I don't know, the trope, <laughs> sweet Caroline, ba ba ba, you know, everybody <laughs> knows the ba ba ba, you know, they know that. The, the the hooks. Yeah. Uh or the choruses at least, you know, for for lots of stuff, and maybe the first phrase or two, you know, but then they just get lost in the in the tune or they go about their business without necessarily specifically listening to the tune. Like me, for example. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I can do that a lot of things. But um <laughs> for let's see, one example. Uh I can see clearly now Lorraine is gone. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's out of here and now I can see clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I I heard that one for, for many years. Mm-hmm. There was one uh was it Paul McCartney and Wings that did um Live and Let Die. Right. The title track to the film, the James Bond film Live and Let Die. That is true. In this world in which we live in, you know, mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> in which we are living. Yeah. Uh, That's how I choose to hear We're it. Living. Yeah. Somebody asked him about it a few years
0: ago and he said honestly I can't remember which one it was. Might have <laughs> been one, might have been the other. Mm. Pe- Penn Jillette really hates that, by the way What? That line He's Camera, he, the, One way or the other? In which we live in he, Oh, in he de- thinks oh. that is the worst Yeah So he's, he spent some time denigrating <laughs> Paul McCartney's grammar on the
1: show <laughs> On his podcast, I believe As well he should, if it were the case mm-hmm. um, I, I was looking up the lyrics, just to be clear And it says, uh, on his, it says, in which we're living mm-hmm. right. Right. On in his, in, whose? In uh, the Wings version Uh, Where did you find the lyrics, though? Hmm? Oh, I don't know. Some Uh, lyrics site. Um, But then when I looked uh, on the uh, Guns N' Roses cover version, it's Mm -hmm. in which we live in. Yeah. And uh, I thought, oh, that's typical for (laughs) for them, because I'm uh, an anti-Guns N' Roses guy. You You can like them. I'm over the fact that some people could like them.
0: I I I mean, I don't listen to them, but I certainly appreciate them. um, I don't. For the first couple of albums, yeah.
1: No, I can't stand them.
0: But... um, (laughs) But that's
1: okay. Other people can like Guns rather
0: Oh, they were they were instrumental in ushering in the uh, the grunge era, era area. Did I say area? The mm-hmm. the the grunge era, um, the the shift in music back to uh, a more sort of raw sound. Yes. As it had become extremely polished. Mm-hmm. You know, so the the metal years that uh, went through that sort of new wave of British heavy metal in the seventies. And then into the eighties it just started to turn hair metal mm-hmm. as the most popular genre. Like oh obviously there was always a lot of other things going on, as you know, there always is on the fringes. Yep. But the mainstream shift to sort of usher in a resurgence of the punk aesthetic happened as in large part, I would say, thanks to Guns N' Roses' first album. You're talking about after hair metal went went away for a bit. Because it was like eighty eight ish. I think that that 87, 88, it didn't go, it, it was at its peak. It was it's at its peak at, when or they least, came along. Or at least starting a decline. There you go. It was like burning out, I would say. Having yeah. it been mainstream, like anything mainstream does, you know. it Gets old. You know, record companies <laughs> throw every similar sounding band at the wall to see what sticks. Mm-hmm. And then everybody goes, ugh, that again, mm-hmm. uh, at a certain point. And then the new thing comes along and everybody goes, ooh, this new sound. And then that, it goes to the same cycle, right? So it's always, it's always inevitable that the genre you love, whatever it is, will change. Or maybe it never enters the mainstream and you're, you know, if you're a hipster, you're set. Mm -hmm. Because you liked them before they were cool. And if they never (sighs) become cool, eh, you can always like them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: and then get frustrated when they stop making music because they they're broke and they can't afford it anymore. <laughs> uh the two edged sword of of Lady Luck.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yes. So so back to me uh disliking guns and roses. <laughs> back to me. Um, enough about enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was that was another one. Mm-hmm. I, I choose now to, to believe that they said in which we are leaving. I
0: would prefer uh,
1: to hear it that way. I, I have mm-hmm. come full circle and decided I don't care
0: mm-hmm. if he messed up the grammar. Um, there's so much in poetry that just
1: sort of works, even though it's not proper. Yes, it's just distracting. Yes. That's my point to me. Uh, no, that what? one is distracting to me every time. Uh-huh. A
0: thing I do at work <laughs> to stave off crushing ennui and despair when uh, the, the songs come on for the five millionth time yep. on playlists is mm-hmm. i will take out all contractions and abbreviations <laughs> uh or what do you call it truncations i don't know when you when you uh cut off the end of a word what do you what do you call that abbreviation is it
1: i don't know like that's what i
0: call it go in instead of going yeah that's sure. an abbreviation is that properly an abbreviation uh, slang Uh, maybe the what I what I try to do in my head and especially if I'm singing along is I will you know I'll take out (laughs) we'll take out all that stuff and say it as it is properly done so yeah but in this ever-changing world in which we are living yeah and do it and then you can do it lounge style which really works well for uh (laughs) for uh songs with a lot of slang in it Mm -hmm.
1: and people are trying to really you know street it up (laughs) <laughs> well, okay, so so I got some haters for the Guns N' Roses thing, uh-huh. and now I'm gonna gonna go another one for um, I'm gonna go g- go again with uh, one of my very few Will Ferrell bits that I enjoy, <laughs> um, extremely small part of his catalog that I enjoy, mm-hmm. um, where he and was it Sherry O'Terry were doing the no, um, Anna Gascoigne were doing the um, the music teachers uh, being hip at the at the assemblies. Hmm. Um, it? Is it was it their characters of the lounge singers? Yeah, pretending. Okay. Well, they started out, didn't they? Start out as music teachers in I an assembly, know. and they thought, come on, kids, let's. You know, don't here's know. some hip new music that you guys are playing, uh, and then they could be. Yeah, they're on a keyboard, maybe and they yeah, Uh yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, whatever they, however they were, or maybe they just were brought in for an assembly, but they were super square. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, reminds me of that. What you're doing, mm. is, I believe, what they were doing, like Wild Cherries. Uh, play the funky music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were dancing and singing and moving to the grooving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, Lewis, Lewis, <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, we have got to go. I don't, t- I don't change the word form if I can help it. I just extend it. Mm-hmm.
0: I do not know much,
1: but I know <laughs> I love you. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yes, I'm yeah, I, i I'm there with you. Mm-hmm. I, I would do that for when we we're playing Louie Louie for the one millionth <laughs> time in a pep band. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, sure. And I I like the tune. I, I, it's fun to play. Yeah. But it's <laughs> yeah, just that every time,
0: yeah. know, ball game or whatever, that's, you know, eh. You got to keep your mind occupied. <laughs> what was I saying the <laughs> other day? Wooly Bully. Somebody said Wooly Bully was, was about. Oh, no, no, I can't remember it. I was going to remember this for the show. Mm. Wooly Bully was supposed to be some kind of conspiracy theory nonsense. I don't remember <laughs> oh what it was. It's, I think it was supposed to be se- se- like sexually suggestive and Ah, oh, well, of Samudio, but the huh. the dude who wrote it was Sam Sham, right? Mm-hmm. Domingo mm-hmm. Samudio or something. Yeah, he just said that. I, I just made it up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it going to be this big thing? <laughs> just <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs>
1: But uh, hey, good good one, uh, Domingo Samudio, good memory there. No, I looked it up.
0: It stuck because I had been looking at it, so.
1: Ah, okay. You, you had another one that you wanted to talk about, which was... Yeah, I'd really love to see you tonight. Yeah. That's got a lot of people's um, misheard lyrics in that <laughs> yeah. one.
0: I'm uh, sure of that. I'm, I was I'm one not of talking about for a long time.
1: <laughs> I'm not talking about the linen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I used to hear. hear uh, well, I still kind of hear it because it's just stuck in my head. I'm not talking about the living, uh-huh. you know. And then I, then I more heard recently my living. I'm not it. talking about my living. Hmm. I, I did. A, I made up a whole zombie uh thing about that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, just in my mind recently mm-hmm. when I thought about what, pretty what good. could he be talking about. Um. Yeah. But the there's a warm there's a warm wind blowing the stars around. Uh-huh. I heard that for the longest time until maybe a couple of months ago. And Megan oh. told me it's, uh. there's a warm and blowing comma, the stars are out. And so, oh, <laughs> that's what that is. You know, after 30 years of hearing the song, finally, mm-hmm. finally looked it up. There's a I I misheard a
0: bunch of that. Like, at the, I really do like that song. Mm-hmm, they yeah. Several of the soft rock <laughs> mm-hmm. things. Sure. Um, or the yacht rock. Soft rock, yacht rock, dad rock. Mm-hmm. It's got a fantastic intro, but I, I think it is blowing the stars around.
1: Uh, I seem to
0: recall those are the no. lyrics.
1: Well, at least on the, on the Misheard Lyrics site that I was checking out, it says, you know, Misheard is, i mm-hmm. blowing the stars around, and then it says the real lyrics, there's a woman blowing, the stars are out. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. yeah. I'm pretty sure, officially, it's around. But that's odd. It is odd. Because this site says on amiright.com. <laughs> there's a great one. Uh, but there's a Mormon blowing the, sou- the stars around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, That's my new favorite.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know how you could not hear warm wind, but all right. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it claims the real lyrics are, but there's a warm wind blowing, comma, the stars are out. Huh. Uh, Which song, makes more sense. Song Facts says around. I think Genius says around as well. That's but- weird and uh, how can the warm wind blow the stars around I don't think so it's impossible you say uh, how about a bit of artistic license poetry yeah I think I think that's it Yeah. it
0: works either way that's a nice thing uh, explain how <laughs> well it, it's just it's uh, it's poetic uh ah. and he's trying to get this other person to hang out with him yep the his ex i'm assuming it's either it's either mm-hmm. an ex or uh, a sort of missed connection sort of a thing where mm-hmm. they maybe were acquaintances and he, he wanted to date her but Or or them. The the singer wanted to date the other person, but it just didn't work out for whatever. Like, it didn't happen. Yep. And now there's... I I think it's probably an old flame that Mm. he wants to rekindle or, um, you know, something like that.
1: Hmm. So, it's just... He's he's sort of getting mushy. He's trying to to talk it up. Yep. Well, speaking of an ex... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, that leads me to my actual music share uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I heard it this morning right when I first got in the car. It was on uh Lou Rawls' uh, you'll never find another sorry, you'll never find another love like mine oh yeah, oh man again never I was totally oblivious to to that song. I like the song, <laughs> but I like it less now that I started listening to the lyrics today yeah <laughs> that is one arrogant uh dude, yeah. He's a creep. In the, in the... <laughs> Yes, that's a little Don't like work.
0: realizing what uh, every breath you take is about.
1: Uh huh. Exactly.
0: Watch... Oh wait. Oh, that's oh, that's horrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> People use that as their wedding song. Both uh, of those things.
1: That's not good. <laughs> no, no, it's terrifying. <laughs> oh yeah, there. <laughs> That's it. Well, well, I'm not bragging on myself, baby, but I'm the one who loves you, and there's no <laughs> one else, no one else ever, as long <laughs> as you live. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, Lou. It's, uh, well, I don't wish you no bad luck, baby, but there's no <laughs> ifs and buts or maybes. You're gonna miss my loving. <laughs> uh, You're huh?
0: gonna
1: miss my loving. Yeah, that one I I could have been uh, I'm better off (laughs) knowing the real lyrics, but Mm -hmm. I could have gone uh, the rest of my life without uh, knowing that. I guess we're gonna have to try to look up an official thing from
0: uh, Who's Left. I think Dan didn't Dan die? No, Dan who? Dan's still alive. Um, Who are you talking about? Coley I think died. Who are you talking about? England Dan and John
1: Ford Coley wrote that song. Wrote, you're, you're, you'll never find another one. No, 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 tonight? no. I'd really love to see you tonight. I was going, I was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. England, yeah. Dan, oh, ugh. okay. I'm going to ha- hope to find an official seal of approval mm-hmm. by uh, Zing. <laughs> England, England, Dan. <laughs> by the way, is he seals from Seals and Croft? He is not. Okay. That is a that's, different, that's that is a different seal.
0: Hmm. Seals, I think
1: they are related though, right?
0: I'm sure they're both. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yes, not the same one. Mm-hmm. They, if you see them side by side, You'll, or see pictures of them, you know, it's, oh, mm-hmm. that's not the same
1: Well, you know, if you got the long hair and the mullet and the, and the <laughs> big mustache, lots yeah. of people look the same. <laughs> well, the seals of Seals and Crofts,
0: of course, had that, he wore that huge cap all the time. Mm. So it's kind of
1: low over the eyes. So I can see it. Yeah. Oh, now I'm going to sing that stupid song all day.
0: <laughs> I'm not talking about moving in.
1: Younger brother of uh, Jim Seals oh, from Jim Seals and Crofts. Seals.
0: Okay, Jim Seals.
1: Yeah. I never remember his name.
0: If you ever – any listeners, if you have a chance, go watch live performances of Steels and Crofts because they are magic. Mm. They are so
1: good live. Cannot say enough good things. And by live, um, recordings of them – yeah, yeah. Live. <laughs> Recordings of them playing live, exactly. Yes, yes that's fair. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, again, but if you do get a chance, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, put a sip to that. If there's some kind of revival. Yeah, I would mind. We could we make a lot of money off of uh, time travel. <laughs>
0: I would not mind. Um, the yeah, they're they're always really just sharp in their harmonies, yeah. Huh. and um, it's a joy to listen to. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Consummate musicians. They play, you know, and sing at the same time, and that's yeah. Uh, There are plenty out there that aren't, you know, lip synced Mm -hmm. performances that they do. It's pretty great.
1: And the light is shining through the window. And they're also uh, both uh, Baha'i, Yeah. interestingly.
0: Mm-hmm. Did not know no. that. Yeah, you can, some of the songs are clearly influenced by their religions. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Sufjan Stevens, same. Ooh. Also an amazing musician. But that's not my music share. I'm going to do a <laughs> quick good. music share, and then I have to go, I have to go work on NaNoWriMo. Yes. Uh, because I'm doing NaNoWriMo this year. I, I, I did the first day. That was fine. Um, got through it okay. Got my word you over 1,500 words. I have seventeen hundred something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll link you right the, along. I'll link you the
1: the thing. You know, yep. I haven't figured out how to share the my novel page, but whatever. No, you, yeah, the link that you shared was just the uh, Nanorimo uh, main site.
0: Yeah, for some reason it just bounces you back to the beginning, so you can sign in. I don't get it. Right, the sign in f- page. I feel like there's got to be a way to share it. It says announce your novel, and then you know.
1: Hmm. I don't know how. I don't know. What maybe that you have is. to be. Maybe they want you to be a member. As well, yeah, not well, sharing it to the entire Earth, yeah. but nah, to other members. Yeah, that's perhaps. possible. That's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to come up with a title, so my
0: ti- my title is Over the River and Through the Woods and Also a Bear. <laughs> All right. That's my title. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about a middle-aged gay man named Blue Song Ellison. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And uh, it's in 2060 Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Which you should be gradually figuring out as you read. That's my idea of it. This it's going to be terrible, of course, because you can't write a great novel in a month. Well, it's, it just can't be done. Oh, insert clip of
1: Apu. Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you only live once. Hey, speak for yourself. Yeah, but that's part of the point. It's it's just to do it, not not to try to make it good. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's it's having to get out of your own way because you have to do 1,667 words minimum today.
1: Mm, mm, Uh, mm.
0: Because if you don't, you've got to do 3,300 words tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, getting behind the eight ball on that one. (laughs) Yeah, which is what happened to to me last time. I banged out, I think I I got 12,000 eventually and then I said, oh, I'm never going to catch up Mm. because I got too far behind. Mm -hmm. So the key is to get a little bit ahead or just even better, make that like figure out, a word count that you can accomplish the minimum or just you know above it probably and mm-hmm. the, then just do that and then you stop. When which is the method uh. I really do prefer. I think uh Cordy doctor talked about talks about this. It, somebody Stephen King or Ray Bradbury or one of those other type hero writers, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> somebody we all admire for their uh prolificity. <laughs> uh, s- uh, they advise you to Uh, stop at the end of the word count that you are set to write today, or even better, in the middle of a sentence. Mm -hmm. Stop in the middle of a sentence. You can more easily pick it up the next day. You're not, you know, at the beginning of a chapter where it's like, oh, what the hell am I going to have these people do now? Um, (laughs) Which is uh, what happened last time. I didn't have a premise. I didn't have a sort of vague storyline in mind. I just went for it (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, rambled my way through a lot of stuff was vaguely autobiographical, but
1: eh. Didn't yeah. to,
0: didn't actually go anywhere. And
1: then I got discouraged and got blocked as it were. Well you're a deadline kind of guy, so you gotta make yeah. your outline mm-hmm. uh, throughout this coming year and then you'll have yeah. you'll have some notes ready to go for, for next year's right novel too. Um Maybe. but speaking if of next, do it year, next
0: year I don't I don't know. I wasn't planning on just doing it every year. I just wanted to have done it. Mm-hmm. So, well,
1: that's whatever. Why you, you, it doesn't have to be for that. But if you if you yeah. start a, as a having that as a deadline, uh-huh. you uh, you know get your outline going, and then maybe who knows what happens? You right. know, maybe it's just sort of, uh, maybe it just sort of inspires you to go go forth and multiply the pages.
0: Yeah, indeed.
1: Which is really all you are. That's really all you're
0: supposed to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have some semblance of a story at the end of the month.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, a motivating that. factor.
0: And if you're lucky, it, you know, you kind of have an end or you're close. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I don't know, either you plan it. To, I don't know how people do that. Just like, well, I guess I better wrap it up now. <laughs> it's the 29th. <laughs> so I have a, uh, I was listening to uh, a lot of Thomas Newman mm-hmm. while I was trying to read things and write uh, story ideas and characters. The and film things. composer. The, film, the composer. film composer Thomas Newman, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, famed for Finding Nemo and um, Shawshank Redemption, you know, uh, ton, tons of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, <laughs> he's usually readily identifiable mm-hmm. because he's got these long uh, sort of minor key changes uh, in, in these long languid string section things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then a lot of percussive um melodic things along with it.
1: Yeah. So that's uh, uh-huh. that's
0: that is very typical Thomas Newman. Sure. And um it's it's uh it's it's usually really good. He's he's he does
1: like two movies a year or three sometimes. Yeah, he's really popular now. Uh, I was surprised yeah. when I found out who it was. Um it, it was quite a bit into his career. I thought, "Oh, that's Thomas Newman." Uh-huh. Um, yet another uh musical genius from the Newman family.
0: Yes. Insane. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And brother of Randy Newman, of course, singer songwriter. Yep. Yeah. And uh, their other brother or uncle is it uncle? Wait, is he bro- is he Randy's brother or uh, Randy's his uncle?
1: Uh, he's the youngest son of Alfred Newman, Alfred, right? Film composer yeah, Alfred so, Newman. Okay, son of Alfred, uh, and uncle Lionel Newman. Good grief! And his cousin is Randy Newman.
0: Okay, cousins. Um, Wait,
1: so is Randy Lionel's son? No, no, his folks were not. Composers, all his uncles were uh, Alfred Newman, Lionel Newman, and Emile Newman, who I didn't know. Oh, (laughs) 25 film credits just in 1941. Holy moly. I'm trying to think of what he might be the most known for, but uh, the wartime film Chetniks, The Fighting (laughs) (laughs) Well, But he did... uh, That'll that'll always stand in all our memories. Yeah. He did uh, The Best Years of Our Lives. It would be one that... 1946, uh, sure. the Academy Award winning f- flick. But uh, my goodness, that's a lot of music coming out of <laughs> some folks. Yeah. Wow. So I think he uh, he did
0: incidental music for literally my favorite film, Real Genius. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't even know at the time, of course, uh, until you know I started really paying attention to him after... Was it Finding Nemo when I really started paying attention to him? I think it might have been. Maybe. And then...
1: It- because Shawshank Redemption didn't get popular until much later. It didn't yeah. get popular until, um, until it cable. It was
0: terrific. Like, I I did really love that soundtrack, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't, at the time, of course, have access, you know, easy access to soundtrack.
1: Sure. Recordings. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it, it wasn't my thing at the time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, American Beauty came up, and I went, oh, this is amazing. And then mm-hmm. I... I had to look up what else he'd done, and I went, oh, of course, all this other stuff. Yeah. So that one, Salt and Sea, uh, he did, what, Finding Nemo, what's else? Uh, the one that I really enjoyed writing to was uh, the film version of A Series of Unfortunate Events, the Jim Carrey mm-hmm. one. Hmm. That is a terrific soundtrack. Yeah. Underrated, in my opinion. Hmm. But, um, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, those little those little snippets, that's my music share. He is my guy this week, my my dude. Uh huh. Both of those are gendered. My my human <laughs> music person. Yeah, he's doing the music for the Castle Rock series, the Stephen King thing.
1: Mm. Sounds interesting. Or
0: at least he's done several themes for it. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's ongoing. Isn't that's a that's a regular series, right? Not a miniseries.
1: Uh, I wouldn't know. Do you know anything about it? I, I, I don't know so, anything about
0: it. So uh, forthcoming or something uh, that has been. Done? <laughs> I don't know where where it's it's not on it's not on Netflix or Amazon, so it's somebody else. Mm. Somebody else is doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, twenty eighteen. Uh, um just real quick for for anybody that uh, was still wondering about um, Thomas. Anybody
0: still listening after this <laughs> mess?
1: Uh, he, Thomas Newman did um, the best exotic Mar- marigold hotel, Skyfall, and uh, Spectre nice. for James. The la- yeah, latest yeah, two yeah, James Bond yeah, movies, and Spectre, right? Well, uh, and um, uh, of course Finding Dory to mm-hmm. keep keep him in the sequels there, which is pretty good. Uh, I, it's mm-hmm. a
0: little necessarily derivative, I would say, of Finding Nemo. Some, sometimes he finds. a... I don't want to. I don't want to call it a groove, but yeah. metaphorically it is, right? Yeah. He really mm-hmm. gets some new hook going mm-hmm. in a soundtrack, and it, it's uh, yeah, it's super enjoyable. I like the Meet Joe yeah. Black soundtrack, even though the movie did, didn't really get that much attention. It's not considered, you know, in his top five or anything, but,
1: but I mm-hmm. do enjoy it. Uh, and of course, don't forget uh, Jumping Jack Flash. <laughs> did, did he do jumping jack flash he did and revenge of the nerds hey what do you know about that oh, wow uh, so yeah he had a whole string in the in the late 80s there uh, mm-hmm. and then really changed to uh, changed his ways a lot into a, a yeah. new genre uh, yes uh, yeah he was into... doing
0: um more synth stuff i think mm-hmm. in the in the 80s and then he shifted to orchestral but yeah uh, obviously with american beauty you know he s- sort of Started a penchant for unusual yep. instrumentation.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It's like Danny Elfman's umpa, um, face yeah. thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's, there's there's always some element of it in his soundtracks.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So all right. Um, well, if you want to send us an email. Uh, Please do so at bros at It's Just Called Two Brothers. Yeah. If you want to send us soundtrack notes about where we're crazy, as uh, <laughs> people who are soundtrack fans tend to do. <laughs> you are not, You are insane. <laughs> terrible composer. Please do. At IJC2B <laughs> on Twitter.
0: And I do a daily blog at MarkSarwell.com. And I think yep. um, for the month of November, it'll mainly be uh, excerpts from... The the
1: novel that I'm supposedly writing, because I am uh, I am burned out. (laughs) All right, well, get your burn in, so uh, so that word count can continue to rise. Yep. The best. (laughs) Excellent. Oh, we should do our rural report. It's about time. The rural report. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, with the rain and the tornadoes and all that stuff.
0: The tornado. Oh man, that was very. uh, That was
1: weird, wild stuff. Yeah.
0: Somebody mentioned. Like uh, what somebody mentioned,
1: I was like, "What? <laughs> Tornado?" <laughs> uh, I'm stopping recording at this point.